Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Tonight's episode is about um, victim shaming and victim blaming And I just want to talk about something that's kind of really bothering me tonight. And it's weighing on my mind that I had saw last night on Facebook. Um, I was scrolling up through the comments, or well, through the newsfeed rather. And I had saw this program where these three people, uh, there was a man and two ladies... And they were talking about domestic violence, and they had the 1-800 number listed um, on the screen for people to call if they were in a situation. And they were having a conversation about domestic violence, and a lady had come underneath the comment section. Of course, I was plugging the podcast just as fast as I could because I wanted it. I want it to be. Um, a platform for all survivors and for victims that are able to speak about their situations that are in safe places and people that can listen to the podcast and this is an open conversation piece I mean this is a platform for all women that um, are considering talking about their story if they feel like doing so to help other women because we empower each other you know survivors stick together and that's what I would like to think anyhow that you know we're all in this great big circle we all understand each other in a sense of where some people don't understand and you know if you haven't walked in someone's shoes that has went through domestic violence then it's hard for you uh it's not that you don't want to but it's hard for you to uh your mentality to be you know in that person's shoes and to be able to understand what that person has went through but anyway that being said i was watching this podcast it it was similar to a podcast and i'm guessing that's what this was it was sort of like a radio talk show and people were calling in and they had asked this one lady to call in and because she knew statistics she knows abuse she's had people in her family recently pass from abuse or domestic violence and and just a really shocking sad story that she was telling about it when she called in and the gentleman that was on the cast was asking her the question well, she had been talking about a registry for abuse and talking about how vital that is and how much we really need that right now and that it's in the works. And yes, we need a domestic violence uh, registry for men that and women or whatever 
that have abused and they're going to be on that registry you know a violent abuser someone that has been violent now uh me talking just like that i mean there's y'all know that there's so many different types of abuse it's not just violent abuse it it is a mental abuse and it kind of all goes together some men don't physically put their hands on women but they mentally destroy women and if women can in some way if there can be more laws out there for women that you know you can get proof concrete proof that he is doing these things you've got this on tape you've got him you know video recorded you know if you've got evidence and I mean you know, to where you're not in danger of getting it, but you do have the evidence, you know, I wouldn't see why those men, if, you know, you take them to court or, you know, they do get convicted of domestic violence as well, if they're not put on a registry. But this man asked this lady, and this lady, I could tell, she's been through, well, she has, because she was talking about recently, you know, you know, having someone die, then she was talking about she herself had been through abuse. She herself had went through the ringer with abuse. She knows all about it. She was very well spoken, very well educated about the statistics, more so than I, I mean, I know the statistics, and the, um, but I have to, I, I have a problem with actually memorizing things. So I have to sit down and reread things over and over again that's why I don't come onto the podcast and just speak on statistics and all that different stuff like that as far as technical goes but she knew everything and that's why they wanted her to speak and the guy to get back to the story I'm sorry I get off the story but the guy asked her now ma'am how do you now how are we going to know the difference between a woman just, you know, blowing a whistle on a man and saying he's abused her and doing this and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, but just the way he come off in some sense, it struck me as, for number one, you have no earthly idea what this person's went through. To me, have a little bit more respect for this person because she, I, I could tell, she, I mean, she sort of answered the question in a roundabout way. You know, you have to have proof and evidence. She said, it's, it's a violent crime. You're going to know this person is going to be beat on. This person's going to have, you know, you know, wounds and uh, black eyes and, you know, different things like that. And I'm sorry, guys. I know this is a big trigger for a lot of you. And I hope if you're triggered, you're not listening. But if you're not triggered by it, I hope you are listening. Because... It, it, in a way, I felt as if he didn't really realize that he was victim shaming her, but in some sense, just by that question, because she's a survivor. You got to think, you know. Yeah, she might know a lot of statistics, but I'm not just all the way sure if she was actually mentally ready to answer that question. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe I'm reading into it a little bit too much, but it, I know myself, if I would have came on to this, this, you know, show and had been asked that question, it would have 
threw me in some sort of loop. Like, you know, I would have gotten offended. I would have been a little bit like, well, what do you mean? Because, you know, that's the first, that's, that's one thing. You know, being believed that you're being abused. For a lot of women, that's a big issue there. And if you're a survivor, you know what I'm talking about. Or a victim. You know, because that person that's abusing you, is in con- they're controlling your every move. They're, they're controlling everything in your life. And, of course, they're lying. They don't want no one knowing that you're being abused. They're going to hide bruises. I, I mean, my abuser hid... He pinched me and hit me in my chest and caused bruises that were hidden. And whenever the word got out that I had told my family, which I did not tell my family, my family figured it out, my mother figured it out because she had called a work, a place that I had previously worked at and asked my manager had I had fallen at work and got a black eye because of course I lied to her and told her that I didn't that I had fell at work but that's beside the point but when she found out it was like he beat me worse because other people found out about the abuse see it's it's private violence it's privacy a lot of abusers don't want you to know they're abusing their victims because they're in control of that victim and for him to sit and say that I mean there probably there may be some women out here that say oh he hit me or he abused me that really and then he he went to saying well you know there's women out here that that have hit it hit themselves and said that a man which I don't know if that's the case and I don't know if that's the you know but there's an investigation behind it there can be investigations into the abuse. That's where law enforcement comes in and where they've got to learn the difference between someone being abused and not being abused. Because that dates back to whenever I went through abuse at that time and wasn't believed by the police. Like, he wanted to take us both to jail whenever I didn't lay a hand on on my abuser. I was a 18-year-old, very very scared child at that time and had a baby with this man and of course he didn't he claimed he didn't touch me you know and of course he'd been beating this homemade stew out of me and me walking down the road with him and me I didn't lay one hand on him but yes his hair was messed up it was a sunny day outside it was hot and we were both walking on the side of the road um there was witnesses that saw the abuse but they wasn't there when the police showed up. So I didn't have anyone to say, in fact, that he did hit me, that he was causing me detrimental abuse. Now, I don't know if y'all are going to be able to follow me on this podcast and really understand what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to say is, is victim shaming happens every single day to somebody that has been through abuse. And if... If and I was to be asked to go on this show, I'm not really positive if I would or not because um, there's certain questions that to me can be very offensive to one psyche, especially one that has a lady like that that has been abused in such a way. Because, you know, the registry of violence, domestic violence, 
there's going to be a lot more to it than just, okay, we're going to put this guy, we're going to put this girl, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Okay, it's just like whenever there's a sex offender's registry. There's proof to back those up, those claims. People are not just thrown onto that registry by chance. I don't know the circumstances, and I don't want to even talk about it because talking about abuse of a child really, really sets triggers off for me. But to get back on track, what I'm talking about is is it just burns my grits to hear someone ask someone in a delicate situation a such a harsh and to me it was a little bit on the harsh side because for number one she never claimed to be an expert which although she could have been an expert but she she was a a survivor of domestic violence and I know I get asked a lot of questions uh, but that question I just think is a little bit you know Ask law enforcement that question. Ask somebody else. Ask someone that will be in control of that registry. Ask that person. You know what I'm saying? Ask the law enforcement agencies because ultimately that's the person that you're going to want to ask about that. Do you get what I'm saying? Not a survivor of domestic violence. Don't ask them that because, honey, child, they have been through the ringer Trust me, I know. And for you to ask someone that, to me, it was just out of line, it was disrespectful, and it was a little rude. So, and no shade, and I might get that play, that they may listen to this podcast. I don't know. I didn't answer, I didn't um, answer, sorry. I did not um, devout any names or did not uh, say any names on here. And matter of fact, I done forgot their names. <laughs> I actually forgot that uh, broadcasts uh, what their names were what the name of the broadcast was I just know that I'm a member of some of the domestic violence awareness groups on Facebook and it was a part of one of those groups so that being said I think y'all all pretty much know my stance on victim shaming I cannot stand to hear someone ask somebody um very disrespectful questions and to sit and talk to a victim in a such a manner really burns me up and don't ask somebody why did you stay why did you leave why didn't you leave why you know don't ask somebody questions like that because those are very difficult questions to be answered and everyone has their own story and don't victim shame Don't blame the victim. Don't blame these women that are innocent. Do not do that because it's not right. It's not moral. There's nothing moral about it. And you have no right to do that. And I'm sorry if I sound a little brash, but I get really upset about it. Uh, And I know that all the survivors out there as well probably are like me and get the same type of Ugh. it just burns your grits I know it does it burns your tail end up just like it does mine <laughs> so but yeah I just wanted to come on here and kind of rant a little bit I know I don't normally rant and vent a lot on this podcast but I normally try to make the podcast to um, enlighten and be positive for most people 
uh, well, not most people, but all people, and I want survivors to feel like that they're in a safe place. When they listen to my voice, I want them to feel like, hey, she's my friend, and I am truly your friend. And I hope that you enjoy the podcast, and I hope that you keep listening, and that I hope that you're subscribed to me. And if you are on iTunes, please write a review. Give me a star rating. I would really appreciate it. It would really help the podcast and support it if you can. And if not, I understand completely. But I hope all of you have a wonderful night. And thank you for listening again. And I am sorry if this was a little too ranty. And if you're triggered, do not listen. (laughs) But I really love you guys. And I will talk to you on the next podcast. Bye, everybody. Thank you.